0: Hello, and welcome back to Cradle to Corporate, a Grace Regional Marketing podcast. I'm your host, Grace, and I'm here to help new and emerging entrepreneurs get out of their nine to five, get rid of their fear and doubt, and get to work creating the business of their dreams. I'm so excited for today's episode, so let's get started. we get into the interview portion of today's episode, I just wanted to give a quick disclaimer. This episode was filmed a few months ago, and since recording, my guest Maxime has taken a new direction with her business, into branding and web design. If you want to see any of the beautiful brands and websites she's created, or just see the next step in her entrepreneurial journey, be sure to check out her website or Instagram in the description below. Now let's get into it. Hello, it is your host, Grace, and today I'm here with Maxime from the Feel Good Babe Club. Maxi, what you hi. say? I am so
1: excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Super stoked.
0: I am so excited to have you here as well. And um, just getting right into it, why don't you kind of share um
1: your story of like how you became an entrepreneur? Sure. So um so I'm Maxime, and I am the founder of the Feel Good Babe Club. I basically hype up female entrepreneurs who struggle with limiting beliefs by providing no-fluff, bite-sized empowerment, so they can feel empowered and confident AF in their business. Um, and that basically means helping women uh, level up their resilience, level up their confidence, and leveling up their mindset. So. Even though I just started this business a couple of months ago, I would say that my journey to being an imp- entrepreneur was uh, really long. So um, I graduated high school and I did a Bachelor in Public Health and policy making and a minor in Sustainability. And then I went on to do a Master. Um, and part of that Master, I needed to do an internship. And I ended up doing an internship and working for the UN in Istanbul which was like a dream job for me that's what I thought originally Um, and what I noticed is that it was just not fulfilling at all and I didn't know what was wrong with me because I had thought that that was like my dream job and the dream job of like my classmates and it just didn't feel fulfilling at all and I've always been someone who drew a lot um and that's when I started an Instagram and um at that point my it was actually my boyfriend who saw how miserable I was (laughs) and he was like why why are you even doing this like just do what you want like you don't need to continue doing public health if it's not your passion and I was like okay but like my whole life I've been taught that I should just like get a bachelor get a master or whatever education and then like just get a freaking job and do it until I die (laughs) um and that's when he was like no you don't have to just like just stop what you're doing and just go back to school so I did go back to school for design and I was super excited about that and um after that design associate's degree I um, got a job in a marketing agency, which was the worst experience of my life. (laughs) Um, And I also wasn't content there. And that was really confusing to me because it felt like uh, there were two sides of my personality. One was more like academic uh, or serious and the other side was more creative. And so I thought that either one of those would make the most sense, right? It would feel the best. And turns out that neither of them really was. And, um, when I left that job, um I was actually looking for another job in public health, and in the meantime, I thought, you know what, let me earn some like extra money to like um to you know what what's it called like cover cover the in between months um and yeah, I started doing wedding invitations, uh really out of the blue, and this wedding invitation business <laughs> ended up being so successful that I was like, "What the heck?" uh, I didn't know so many people wanted invitations. Um, and that was really cool for a while, but I noticed again that I, that that wasn't exactly what I wanted. And, um, then of course, uh, COVID happened and lockdown happened and people weren't really, uh, wanting wedding invitations anymore <laughs> or not to, not to the same degree. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Uh, I was, yeah, I was still <laughs> getting some orders, but, uh, or some clients, but, um, not to the extent I was before, which wasn't really an issue for me because, again, it just didn't feel right. And I'm usually someone that does things quite by the rules, I have to say, but there was just something that didn't feel right about continuing a business just because I had freedom, if that makes sense. Like, I, yeah, what I love about having a business is the freedom and the opportunity to do what you want when you want more or less and even though I was having that it just didn't feel it just didn't feel like it was my purpose and so I spent after that the next like six months working on okay what do I really want to do what do I actually want to accomplish and um what kind of business do I want to run and through this time I really had to think hard about what I was good at what I wanted to do and um yeah just in general what my strengths were and that's when I basically realized that in addition to having like some unresolved (laughs) trauma from my (laughs) super toxic job and the combination that I love to hear people's stories and most importantly I love to help people um and to hype people up um I just thought you know what I want to do that for for women essentially um and I then started Clubhouse, which I'm sure a lot of you have heard about. Um, and that's when I realized, you know what? No, it's not specifically all women that I want to help, even though like, I believe that everybody <laughs> could use like a hype cheerleader. Um, I just noticed that a lot of peers around me were struggling with self-doubt or perfectionism or fail-failure, which was kind of inspiring for me to hear because I always thought that I was not the only one struggling with it, but the only one struggling with it to such an extent, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that's when I narrowed down my niche to do what I am doing now. And so my current business is in its infancy, um, but I had the wedding invitation design business, which was just like a, a random like miracle almost. And before that, which I totally forgot to mention, um, I actually, oh God, it was, it was after, it was during my design, mm. I was about to say internship, but I didn't do an internship like, uh, like academic route that I started an Etsy shop also because I wanted to sell my designs. So I sold a bunch of stuff and I really liked that, but again, it wasn't what I wanted. So basically the last... 10 years or eight years has been riddled with like, I like this, but it's not what I want exactly. And so, um, it was until, not until recently that I actually found exactly what I wanted, but even now I'm still like trying to figure things out. But yeah, so that is my very long winded story about how I became an entrepreneur.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing that. I love that. And I, I definitely understand, um, Like you said, that feeling of talking to other entrepreneurs and realizing that like most of us, (laughs) most of us struggle with self-doubt. Most of us struggle with perfectionism. And um, we do definitely have a tendency to think that like, you know, everyone else has their has their shit together. And like, we're the only ones that are kind of struggling to figure it out. Um, And I had the same experience on Clubhouse too, where like I started interacting with more entrepreneurs and getting to know them and realizing that (laughs) <laughs> we all feel that way. Like we all feel like everyone else has it together and we're kind of less struggling. Um, but I think like you said, like I think that is like a really encouraging thing, kind of yeah. not not that feeling, but like, you know, realizing that like we're not alone in it, um, and that even the people that we look up to and see as like having it all together, odds are they they also struggle with like self-doubt and perfectionism. And so um I think that part of making connections in the entrepreneurial world is realizing that and like that kind of coming to that um that I have no (laughs) idea what the word is (laughs) just like coming to the realization that like we are not uh the only ones that struggle and um it's definitely like you know it's 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 very common um but I also think that provides like a definite need for someone like you to come in and be like hey I know you all feel like this like let me help you and like let me hype you up like you said um so I'd love to kind of know um a little bit more about your personal struggles with self-doubt right. and I will share too don't worry <laughs>
1: but like I'd love to just yeah. kind of hear more about um, so your I think as I mentioned before I was the person that I would say I had I wouldn't say I had no self-doubt but I wasn't struggling at all during uni mainly because like that was what I was supposed to do and I was doing everything that I could right I was doing a study that I liked And uh, I was also like working on the side. So I was literally doing everything I was meant to do. And then the idea is like, oh, you just wait and then you get a job. And then that's like your whole life is planned out. (laughs) Um, So I didn't struggle until then. It was only when I got into my quote unquote dream job that I was like, wait, this isn't feeling like how I thought it would feel. And most importantly, like this is so incredibly frustrating and like, just not where I want to be and it was in those moments that I really didn't know what to do because I had everybody around me telling me like are you absolutely crazy you're going to like you just spent freaking like six years studying and then you're going to get your dream job and once you get that dream job you're gonna decide you know what like (sighs) f this I'm just gonna (laughs) I'm just gonna like do design which everybody thought was like this fluffy you know subject basically the only thing that got me over that was to be honest my boyfriend even though I wish I could give myself credit like oh I like I felt that I could do it it was really him that was like no you can do whatever the heck you want you don't need to just stick to this just because you're good at it let's say and you like enjoy it somewhat if it's not exactly what you want just do exactly what you want and even though that was an amazing beginning and I also got a tattoo at that moment (laughs) um it was (laughs) it was in that moment that actually my self-doubt and like perfectionism and my fear of failure but also a little bit of fear of success just molded into one and since then I've really been struggling um and I think it has to do with the fact that again like I really feel like oh this is what I quote unquote should be doing and I'm not doing that which means I continuously Mm -hmm. have to prove myself to myself um and I think it doesn't help that I have a family and friends that are very, um, they follow a very traditional route. Um, so they're always kind of confused with what the heck I'm doing um, and are always, whenever I see them, they're always talking about how, like, maybe I should just go back to public health or whatever, or even just design. Yeah, And that's always so hard to stand your ground and say, like, no, this is what. I love to do or what I really want to do or at least try you know at least freaking like give it a shot when um everybody else and including yourself are talking about how like it probably won't work that um you should have just stayed at your old job or don't risk it don't risk leaving your job or security Mm -hmm. for something that you're not sure of and um yeah that has been really hard and I think Also perfectionism. I'm the kind of person that um, I don't think I've ever really been proud of myself. So that's like an issue that I want to put out things that I want to be proud of, but that that has nearly never happened. so like how yeah no <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at you the way you no. worded that was just really funny I've never no, but... done anything i brought up yeah because like <laughs> for example like when I graduated high school I was like eh. when I graduated junior I was like eh. when I graduated my master I was like eh. when I got my dream job I was like eh, whatever <laughs> and so it's like how am I supposed to be how how am I supposed to be proud of like let's say an Instagram post or like a TikTok or a course compared to like those huge like year-long achievements if that makes sense um so that has been something I've been struggling with mainly like a plethora of things which is really what pushed me towards want to help others because I've done so much freaking research (laughs) on this topic just to like try to alleviate with myself and it has been better than it was in the past. Um, And I'm getting better through mainly like what I also talk about on my Instagram, which is kind of an interesting paradox, I guess, that the more like I try to help others, the more I end up actually helping myself too, because it's like, I know exactly what I have to do. And I'm somehow able to mm, separate like my self doubt um, and who I am as a person. And that has helped so much. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's been an interesting time of uh, difficulty. Um, but my boyfriend can attest to this that, like, once a week, I end up saying, you know what? Like, what the heck am I doing? <laughs> uh, like, maybe I should just go back to public health. And um, that usually lasts like two or three hours. I watch some Netflix and it's like, do I, would I really <laughs> want to go back? And it's like, no probably not. And um, I think the main thing that has helped is realize that it's a process. So, for example, when you go to uni or even when you have a job, um, you know that you can't be like at the top within a month, right? (laughs) Uh, You can't have everything Mm -hmm. figured out within a month. Like, it takes three or four years, however long, for you to get your degree, So why do you not give yourself that same clemency when it comes to your own business? Somehow you think that it needs to, that everything needs to fit into place within like two months or six months or even a year. Um, and I think that's because people often talk about, um, you know, their success rather than their struggles a lot of the time. And they don't really show the in-between stops between like nothing and quote unquote success. So, um yeah
0: yeah I I definitely think that I'm seeing it could just be the people that I that I follow and like interact with but I'm definitely seeing a shift in that lately um of where like it used to be all that I'd ever see is like I made like you know six figures in my first year and like here's how you can do that like you know all these like success stories of like oh I like have it all together and like I have like a million dollar business that I you know it's like (laughs) <laughs> cool okay that doesn't make me <laughs> it's like that just like reiterates all the like you know the fact that I have been in business for almost a year I definitely am not making six figures yeah like, I'm doing all right but like I'm not i want to make it six figures I'm not making anything to like make you know Instagram posts about how much money yeah. I'm like bringing in you know um but I think that it might just be like I said because of who I follow and I definitely follow a lot more um yeah. authentic entrepreneurs but I have noticed a lot more lately of other business women and business people sharing like their struggles and like how they work through it and I think that um, not only does that like benefit them specifically because like it makes them more relatable but it also really benefits everyone that's following them (laughs) notably me Um, (laughs) because it's like uh, I will like especially people that I like really look up to in the industry having them like share something about how they struggle with the same things that I do it's like Dude, why am I holding myself back? And like why am I, you know, limiting myself to what I'm limiting myself to when the people that I look up to and like the people that I aspire to be like are in the same place right. I am. You know, like the only thing holding me back is me. And that's, no. <laughs> that's so cliché, but like really the only thing holding me back is me and like my fear. And I just had um an absolute amazing uh reading with uh a friend of mine named alex who does uh amazing tarot readings they're super intuitive and i love her so much um but she did a reading for me the other day and we were talking about how literally like she was looking at my my like my birth chart and we did a tarot reading and from all of this she was like yeah you're you're definitely like wanting to be uh more creative in your work and you do love doing that but you're like holding yourself back because you feel like you can't like you shouldn't be doing that um but like you need to be doing that you need to be doing the things that make you happy because that's like what's going to help you grow as a person and i'm like shoot all right you're right <laughs> like you know but like i have been definitely holding myself back in that and i think a lot of entrepreneurs can relate to that of like you know we we tend to be like not only our biggest critic but also just like our <laughs> yeah. biggest hindrance as well because we we want to have everything perfect we want to look like we have it all together um but like we don't have to, you know, like um a, a lot of other entrepreneurs around me are being able to share their struggles. And so I have been really emboldened by them and have begun to share my own. And like, that's what resonates with people. That's what, you know, brings connection because through my willingness to share my struggles, I've made amazing connections like you and like Alex who's been on the show before and like Taylor who's been on the show before and like so many amazing people that I've been able to really genuinely connect with because we're all being honest about like (laughs) how much it can suck sometimes to like be so um like weighed down with self-doubt and with perfectionism and um it's like a little entrepreneur support group of like (laughs) all of us figuring it out together and like um really like hyping each other up like you said and so I think that um part of that shift in the entrepreneurial world is really really beneficial because now that we're being more open and honest about what our struggles are we're able to like address them and work on them and we're finding people to work on them with specifically and so um I think that's that's a really positive change um that I'm seeing and uh I do definitely want to ask um so I I've kind of shared a little bit of how how I have struggled with self doubt in the past and um I you know I I do the same thing you do where it's like every week or so I'm like maybe I should just get <laughs> like a job <laughs> maybe I should just quit <laughs> I just uh um because it's like I you know I do struggle with like that feeling of not um specifically for me it's content like I feel like my content is not up to snuff you know like it's it's, it's not good enough like all the Um, time but every
1: day every (laughs) single day oh god yeah relatable
0: seriously your
1: content is so good though
0: (laughs) i always uh it's always so like gorgeously done and it could just be that like i'm not a designer and so that's why i feel like my content is inferior um i'm definitely more of like a writer and so i tend to have more success when i'm writing things than designing um But I don't know, like, I always just see your post pop up on my on my homepage. And they're always just like, so beautiful, (laughs) beautiful, (laughs) and like, brightly colored and like, so positive. And I just love seeing them. Um, But I think that also just kind of goes to show that, like, (laughs) you know, we we really are our own worst critics. And that, like, I doubt anyone else is looking at my content and being like, Mm, that's not completely centered <laughs> like you know that's mm, that's not good you know maybe designer no. friends are
1: doing that and being like grace but you're
0: know, like no one is like looking at them and being yeah, like oh no sucks.
1: <laughs> she sucks yeah you i know always, it's, it's just, just me. and uh, you know now that you say that that's literally been my biggest struggle for the last week and a half that i'm still trying to figure out exactly what i want my niche to be um, mm as in, like, I know what I want to do, but I haven't figured out exactly how I want to communicate it. Because I'm I'm not a psychologist, right? I'm not a therapist. I have a couple of certificates, yeah. like, in mental health training and stuff like that. But I am not, I'm not, like, a licensed professional. So I'm always, like oh god like should I really be saying this like I know that it helps and I know that it helps me and it's based on like empirical evidence which is why I always say like no fluff because it is actually scientifically proven but it's like well am I not just like I don't know just creating content that people don't really need or I feel like But it's so good to have this conversation again. Like, I think vulnerability is like the one thing that can really help us collectively. But um, because I was thinking like, oh, but if I'm going for because my account, although I welcome everybody, is more meant for the person who has already started their business and who is struggling. And so it's like, well, yeah, if. If people have started their business and they're, like, killing it, why would they need this advice? Um, And so that has been really difficult. But it's so good to hear you say, like, oh, but we all struggle. And it's true. I think it's... Even though people are sharing struggles, it's easy to see people who are sharing their struggles but who, like make 10 figures or whatever i'm just making something up but uh who are like oh i like suffer yeah. so much self doubt and it's like okay but like you just made your first like 1 million year <laughs> like i wouldn't mind you know um <laughs> You're like i can deal yeah. with the self doubt just, but then like, it's like oh is money really like the only indicator but yeah so god content for me is such mm-hmm. a big thing cuz i really wanted to make sense and this is something I hate about myself is that if I'm like not 100% convinced about it, I just won't post, right? This, or I won't create something. Mm-hmm. And so instead of taking messy action, which is like the number one way to get over perfectionism and um, like disconnect yourself from like your self-worth being wrapped up in what you post. <laughs> um, and oh, I, yeah. I, I struggle with that. So it's good that you brought that up. I'm definitely going to start posting yeah. stuff again. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I. That's I. First of all, I love the phrase "messy action." I'm yeah. going to use that at least twelve more times throughout this episode because I love it so much. <laughs> um, but also, like, I, I have like the same exact <laughs> struggle that you do, where it's like, if something isn't perfect, like I'm not, I don't want to post it, and so that's what's held me back a lot from, um, like, posting more, like, you know, Instagram stories or reels or <laughs> oh my god, TikTok. I've had it. <laughs> I've had a TikTok account for my business for like months now and I like follow a bunch of people on there and um like love like learning from them and like seeing their content and I'm always super inspired by it but I'm like there's no <laughs> way I could do that like oh <laughs> uh, just and, and it's like it's not like they're doing anything difficult they're just literally standing there pointing at a few things yeah and then they like put the text in there later of like what their video is going to be about but for some reason that is just so terrifying to me and it could be just like at my <laughs> self-image is not stellar, um, but but it's like ugh, I, anytime that I have like a picture that I post, I it has to be like perfect, and because of the fact that my self image is very poor, um, that rarely happens. You know where I find a picture that I'm like, oh, okay, I don't yeah. mind how I look in this. I guess I'll post it. Um, but that was something that I did recently. I did a, a post with a picture of me in it, and it was literally a picture that I took like on site. Um, one of my like was one of my clients I was just like kind of on a break and so I was like taking selfies and it was for Halloween and so I had like pink hair and like tons of <laughs> jewelry and stuff and so it was like this very like off-the-cuff picture um, but like I posted that like a couple weeks ago and like I for some I don't know why but for some reason I was expecting <laughs> to get like a bunch of like ew, comments <laughs> or like people being like mm, what the heck um <laughs> uh, because I have been like I think I've posted like two pictures of myself prior to that on my account um and so I was but like no one said anything like that which like of course now I'm like no one would say <laughs> no one that follows me is like that rude and like no one that has found my account has ever been like ew <laughs> like, that's why are you posting this picture that you took in a restaurant like this is so stupid no one said that like the i i was sharing something about um like my journey of self discovery and like all the comments are about that and like how much they love that and like you know like connect with that and so um i think taking small steps like taking messy action uh, <laughs> love that but like that has helped so much because like i have realized that a lot of my um insecurities and like a lot of my um fears of like being quote, unquote, like rejected in the business space are, I don't want to say completely unfounded because like, you know, like, of course, all of our feelings are completely valid. And like, of course, we're going to be worried about what people think of us, but they, we don't have to be, you know, like when we do put ourselves out there more often than not, like the response is going to be positive And like, we're going to have people that are, especially when we're putting out like genuine content, people are going to be able to connect with that. And so I think that just kind of like taking those small steps and like having those small realizations of like, oh, I put this out. I was worried people were going to like respond negatively, but they actually loved it. Like that's really encouraging. So I think that if someone is in that spot of like, right. you know, being like paralyzed and not able to like post anything because they worry about people's responses. um I think that like you said, like taking that first like small step can be absolutely huge and then it's like okay like take one more step from there like making it more of a um like baby step kind of process instead of this huge like i'm gonna be super active on tiktok now it's like okay maybe maybe don't go crazy but like you know i can start by like posting something small i can start by like doing like a little intro video yeah. that's not hard we can do that you know like that's simple um and so i think just like those baby steps make all the difference and um that kind of brings me to like my next my next topic um I did want to talk about like for people who've been where we are slash have been um what like what what's some of the ways that we were able to like kind of push through that like for you you mentioned your boyfriends like obviously having a support system is really important um and so I just kind of love to know like what specifically helped you like work through those well, feelings of self-doubt okay. and first of all
1: you should dye your hair pink because I love it I just wanted to wanted to bring that out and I want to so bad and I actually really loved that picture of yours so yeah I can't believe that you thought that I'm so glad that you ended up posting it and I think that yeah paralysis and it's such a big thing because connecting everything you do to like this bigger vision is really something that I think creates that fear because if an Instagram post is just an Instagram post like just a way to connect your audience then it's not that scary but the second that it becomes like it carries the weight of your entire business or something like that then that's that's when it becomes or like yeah for example your self-worth or your image that's when it becomes like oh uh damn like should I really post this is this really good enough all that kind of stuff and so yeah taking little steps has been the biggest thing for me and as for which which kind of leads to like how so people who are struggling with the same thing I think that what has really helped me is allowing myself to try I think a big part of not or being scared to start a business or even if you're already a business owner being scared to get out of your comfort zone or like try something new or even post, as you said, like an Instagram post with something that maybe you're not super comfortable with is so scary. And the one way that I have found that has really helped me in those moments, as I said, is just to allow myself to try and to redirect. So I think if you compare to, let's say you would have a regular job, uh, maybe some of your listeners or some of our listeners, I guess, uh, can relate to this. Um, so let's say you have a job and you, you're you in marketing. Uh, let me just give this example because it's easy. And you and a group of people run a campaign. And that campaign doesn't do as well as you thought it would, let's imagine, even though you threw like a ton of money at it and time and effort and energy. Um, if that campaign wouldn't work you wouldn't like you wouldn't go home and cry and think that you should stop marketing altogether you'd probably go back the next day with those same teammates or by yourself if you're responsible for it and have a look at like okay what didn't what didn't work what worked um what are the numbers you know what can we improve for next time um and learn from that. And that's something that is extremely hard when you're a business owner or when you're afraid to start is it feels like if if things aren't like a success 100% of the time, then it becomes insanely hard to mm-hmm. like justify it. For example, that you're like maybe quitting your job or maybe putting resources into like a side hustle or something like that. Um, or that you continue to try yeah. to grow your business instead of just getting a job um, <laughs> um, and you just need to let yourself try and redirect and analyze and kind of detach your self-worth from your business ventures so you can like if you're yeah. if you're at a nine to five and you're scared of starting your business I would say, Just start. I'm not someone that necessarily advocates quitting your job. Like, that's what I did. I was just like, fuck this. Uh, (laughs) um, But, um, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and allow yourself to not be perfect. Allow yourself to grow. Just like when you would start university, you would grow. Like, you'd become a better writer. You'd become better at presentations or analysis or whatever the heck you're doing. And don't be so afraid to just suck at something new it takes a lot of bravery to start something new and to be uncomfortable but just let yourself be there and just say you know what I'm just gonna start and I'm just gonna try to get better each time I'm going to learn something new Uh, maybe not every day but like every week or every two weeks or every month I will try to learn something new and implement something and especially if you still have a job Um, I think that takes off a lot of pressure as well of the monetary factor of needing to be a success. Um, Yeah, but if you're in it, so if you're, well, I guess this is a podcast (laughs) for people who want to start a business, Uh, but let's say you just started your business and you're struggling with it. Um, I would say, yeah, just take really small steps that don't seem scary and just start putting things out there. And maybe I know a lot of people are like, oh, just make content for the next 90 days. (laughs) And it's like, if you're not, if you're still trying to figure things out in your business, just um, try to do it, let's say for two weeks. And in those two weeks, you see how well your posts do. You see how people respond to it. Um, I don't know why I'm using Instagram as such a big example. It could be anything. It could be like a course that you release and you see how (laughs) people respond to it, what the feedback is. Um, and then if you need to, after two weeks, you redirect, you maybe find specific uh, pain points that your um, clients or uh, your audience is really interested in and, you know, focus more on those. Like maybe you see, okay, my um, my audience doesn't really like it when I talk about this or, um, or maybe... Uh, When I put out this kind of content, they don't respond to it that much, but they do really respond to this. And so detaching yourself can be such an effective tool um, rather than thinking like, oh, people didn't like this, so they must not like me like as a person. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah, I also struggle with that a little bit. So (laughs) that can really help. And as for self-doubt, like when you're being swallowed by the self-doubt and you're thinking that you need to stop that it isn't worth it. Or maybe you're thinking, um, well, why should I even start a business? Like I'm earning good money. Like I'm just being dumb by wanting to pursue my dreams, whatever. Several things. One, just (laughs) let yourself feel that. And then this has helped me. And this is going to sound so stupid. Oh my God. I can't believe I'm admitting this. But what has really helped me is a tip that I got on Atomic Habits, the the book. And it's Well, it's not exactly the tip. I kind of modified it. But essentially what I think of is what would that super successful business owner do? (laughs) And so it's like they would probably let themselves feel bad. But the next day, you know that they're like they're going to get stuff done. You know, they're going to pull themselves back together. They're not going to let like one Instagram post or one like feeling of, oh, is this really right? to completely derail their entire, like, eight-figure business, you know? (laughs) They're probably going to optimize things, redirect, change things. Um, And as for, like, being scared to even start a business because you feel like, you know, you're in a good place and why stop something that is safe um, for something that you just, quote-unquote, want? Um, And that is to realize that you deserve everything you want, everything you need, um, even if it's dumb. Even if it's like, oh, I want to be able to work while like drinking a cocktail on the beach. Why do people think that that is such a bad thing? Why do we have this mindset where like, oh, if you're not like hating your job, (laughs) then like you're doing something wrong. Oh, why do you want to have everything in life? Okay, just, you know, just want it and try to get it. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with, going for it so those are my yeah advice it kind of a ramble sorry about that
0: <laughs> no you're good um and I definitely don't think that that's stupid at all I think that that um thinking about like what kind of like your your role models like what the successful people in your life would do when faced with the same issues that you have I think that's super helpful and like um almost I don't know I, I when you were talking about that I was thinking like for me, I think it would probably be more helpful of, like, okay, I tend to, like, I don't know how to word this per- specifically, but, like, I tend to kind of idealize right. my future self, if that makes sense, you know, where, like, I have this idea of, like, you know, I'm going to be super successful and, like, um, and I've mentioned before on the show, like, my idea of success is definitely different than, like, um, a lot of the, I guess, mainstream, like, <laughs> ideas of success. So, like, for me, like, I really... Like I don't care about money if I could, I would literally do everything for free because I just like love being able to help people, and like I don't want that to be like a um like an impediment, but also like I do have to live <laughs> you know like <laughs> it does it does cost money to exist so um, but like for me, like I would not view success as like you know six figures, you know my success would be like having a little house in the woods with my girlfriend and my dogs and like just vibing you know like just just doing my thing and just like being um like free to like have um time with like people that I care about and like with animals and like nature and stuff like that and like a bunch of hippie shit but like (laughs) that's like that would be success for me is like being able to have my business um and still have like the freedom and time to kind of um like embrace the things that I care about and the the things I love doing and so Um, for me, I think that it would be really helpful to think of that in terms of, like, this, like, idealized, perfect version of me, like, what would they do? Like, if, you know, like you were saying, if something bad happens, like, if something doesn't turn out exactly the way I want it to, like, if an ad campaign doesn't go as well as I want, or if a, I don't know, like, if I, you know, design something for a client and they just freaking hate it, like, (laughs) that's, that doesn't have to be, like, the, you know, that's not, like, a sign I should quit, you know, like, that's just... All right, like that's it doesn't always work. Like nothing in life is ever perfect, and so I think just kind of like realizing that and then moving on from that is really important. And so I absolutely love the 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 tip that you gave of like just asking like what a successful business person would do in your shoes, and um, I think that's definitely something that I'm going to (laughs) like implement in my own um, like practice of trying to beat the crap out of my self-doubt um, because like like you yeah, know that's something that I still struggle with um, and it's definitely not as great as it was when and by great I mean like it's not as like huge as it was when um, I was first starting out my business because you know the self-doubt at that time was just like tremendous you know because I had I had like maybe six months of experience in marketing um, at like of actual like job experience and I had been learning as much as I could online from like classes and courses and certifications. Um, But my formal education was not in marketing. And so I struggled so much with feeling like I didn't know what I was doing um, and like that I wasn't good enough. But then everyone that I was working for and working with was like so excited about what I was doing and like they loved it. And so it's like, I, I think that holding on to, um, not necessarily praised. Like, when people in your life that you know won't lie to you are telling <laughs> you that you're doing a good job, yeah. like, hold on to that. At least, like, that's what's been helpful for me is just, like, reminding myself, like, no, like, I did this work for this client, and they absolutely loved it. And, like, I know that they wouldn't lie to me. So I can trust that as, like, a reliable source. And um, I think having that as, like, a reminder whenever whenever I'm, like, feeling down on myself is, is really helpful um, just because I... I don't know. I, I tend to be, like, in my head a lot and, like, overthink things. So I don't mm-hmm. necessarily, like, trust myself as a source, you know? It's like, I can tell <laughs> myself, like, yeah, I'm good at that, probably, you know? But, like, it's it's not going to be as effective as remembering you know a few months ago when someone else told me that I was good at it you know and part
1: of that is just because I value other people's opinion of me
0: way too much and I know that
1: but you know I can kind of use it to my advantage a little bit yeah I think part of why I don't actually think about my ideal self because that's what you were talking about is that I think I'm so I have I wouldn't say self-doubt because i'm the kind of person that i think i suck but i still do it anyway i don't know how that works it makes no sense like the whole uh, yeah the whole time i'm like this is useless that. <laughs> this is you know i suck and then i still keep doing it somehow i don't know what that is but um but yeah that i for some reason really can't imagine myself in that position so that's why like i've taken on the persona of somebody else you know um but yeah maybe that is a good way of thinking about it like what if I I think that's nearly like a healthier way rather than comparing yourself so thank you for that (laughs) um yeah I
0: think part of it is just that like um the way that we feel self-doubt is different for everyone like some of us struggle with feeling like we ourselves are not good enough some of us struggle with feeling like the work we're putting out isn't good enough and so um Mm -hmm. and also we all have like different relationships with ourselves. So because of the fact that my relationship with myself isn't, like, perfect, Um, well, nothing's perfect, but, you know, like, because of the fact that I still, like, have a lot of work to do in that area, and, like, I still am growing to a point where I can be confident in myself and in my abilities, um, then, like, I address myself down in a different way, and so I think it's all about just, like, finding what works for you, because for some people, having, like, someone they look up to um, and, like, thinking about what that person would do in their shoes could be really helpful for them but then maybe someone else is more, you know, like is more benefited by thinking about what like a future, a future version of themselves would do. And so, um, I, I do definitely want to wrap things up, uh, pretty soon, but I just kind of wanted to, um, just kind of recap, like what we've, what we've spoken about. So I know that, um, some of the ways that we, like, we both obviously shared like our stories of self-doubt and like how we have struggled, but, um, We've also been able to bring up some really good tips for people who are struggling (laughs) the way that we have or are. (laughs) Um, And so just kind of, uh, again, I want to reiterate like that messy action phrase that you gave. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. Um, (laughs) But I think that that is such a good tip of like when you are feeling insecure or like you have to wait until something's perfect before you release it. Um, just kind of that reminder of like, you no, know, like take messy action, do it. You know, like it literally those baby steps are going to make all the difference. Just that reminder of like, you know, continuing this continuously working towards your goals. Um, and realizing like, that's not going to be huge leaps and bounds all the time. Like sometimes, yeah, you're going to take a huge step towards your goal. Awesome. But also like, you need to be willing to celebrate those little steps. And so, um, I think that just taking small steps and not being afraid of things going differently than how you want them to um, can be really important. And then, uh, like you mentioned a few times of how amazingly helpful your boyfriend was in overcoming your self So, like having a support system um, is really important. Well, thank you so much for being here, Maxime, and really just sharing your story and um, your advice with us. I have so appreciated being able to have this conversation with you. Thank you so much. It's been
1: such a good conversation
0: it has been thank, thank you, so you. Much. <laughs> <laughs> this, this entire outro is just us thanking each other um <laughs> thank you um but if if you the listeners have absolutely loved getting to know maxime as much as i have then i will be linking all of her social media in the description so make sure you go and give her a follow and um then you'll be able to see the amazing encouraging posts that she does um that i talked about earlier so thank you guys all so much for listening and maxime thanks again for being here